Hey, howdy, hey, friends. Welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, Landon and Colby. We're going to be discussing the latest in Disney news and Hopper Drop. Then we're going to do a little bit of a Disney trivia showdown at the very end. Before that, we're going to, you know, do a fan favorite and return back to Raft, which will be the best resort on Disney World property. So, without further ado, let's hop in to the Hopper Drop section of the podcast. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, Hopper Drop is the part of the show where we discuss, you know, the latest in Disney news and whether or not we're hopping on board with the decision that the company has made or dropping Disney entirely for this drastic decision or something small. You know, it's really just whatever you feel. Just to hop on in to the good and the bad of this week's news. So our first story, new character meet and greets are coming to Hollywood Studios. Super excited for this thing because there's a couple of characters coming. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible will be appearing by Echo Lake. Most importantly, what I think me, Landon, and Colby are excited for is the meet and greet of Goofy and Max with Max appearing in his Powerline outfit. Huge hop for me. Yeah, I'm really excited yep. about it. I'm hopping on board for this one. Always love the opportunity to meet new characters, specifically for me. A funny story and some pictures I have were in high school. I took a trip to Disney and I saw Mr. Incredible just walking around the park. And I remember like we couldn't stand in line to take a picture with him because it was just so long. So me and my mom just like held up a camera with him in the background and he saw us doing it and walked out of the area and came. And like I have pictures of him just seeing us walking over and then like immediately behind us. And he just allowed me to take a selfie with him. So. That's a fun memory of Mr. Incredible. I'm not a characters guy. I don't really like meeting characters. That being said, not everything in Disney is made for me, so I can understand that. I enjoy that there's going to be more characters and more opportunities to do that. Also, I love Max and the Powerline outfit. I like that it's getting more respect. I also really hope that they retheme the Rock and Roller Coaster to a Powerline concert. That's what I'd like. I think the more interest that the character has, and if this meet and greet is popular enough, like how the Figment popcorn bucket was popular enough to bring back the Figment meet and greet. I think that if this meet and greet is popular enough, then, you know, there's some potential to make a little bit of headway in that area of the park. So super excited for it. Disney announces three new movies in the works. Toy Story 5, Frozen 3, and Zootopia 2. Disney had their quarter one earnings report this week, and with that came announcements as well. And with these, the new blockbuster movies and these sequels that are in the works, what do we what do we think about this, guys? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little controversial one here. I'm gonna drop Toy Story. I'm gonna hop on the others. Um, wow. Okay. I love all these movie franchises, and Toy Story probably is my favorite Pixar movie franchise. But man, you're beating a dead horse and trying to like get as much money out of it as possible at this point. Like, it should have ended after three, in my opinion. Four wasn't needed, so why would you make a five? Those are my thoughts on that. The others are great. I'm very excited for Zootopia and what that can mean for the parks, potentially. And Frozen 3, I mean, there's a lot of news with that, so I'm excited about that, too. Okay, so I have I have a similar opinion to Landon on this one. I'm a big, I'm a big Toy Story guy, you know? Favorite movie to watch on VHS growing up. I used to watch that thing relentlessly, like, over and over again, and I was a huge fan of the... Like, all the way up until Toy Story 3, I was probably a diehard Toy Story fan. And I liked Toy Story 4. I thought it was pretty good. Again, like Landon said, something like this franchise that holds a special place in so many people's hearts needs to come to an end at some point. And 
I'm wondering at this point how are they are going to wrap up the story because they wrapped up Woody's story pretty well in the last one. I'm yeah. wondering what what they're going to do to continue de- to develop this Pixar universe. But you know, I am a huge fan of Zootopia, so Zootopia two, big win for me. Frozen hit and hit and miss for me, you know, a little bit of a hop and drop. I like the fact that it's getting some love because it has so much in park like real estate space. I love that it's getting some love. So overall, yeah, yeah. hop, but pretty big drop still. When I really think about this story, I look at Toy Story, I look at Frozen, I look at Zootopia. All three of these have major real estate in a park somewhere in Disney. Because there's a Zootopia land. Where is that at exactly? I, I know it's somewhere. I believe it's in Shanghai. Yeah, and also it's been rumored to come to Animal Kingdom for a few years. I do think it's going to end up coming there. Also, Toy Story 5, obviously they put a lot of money into Toy Story Land. And then Frozen, I think they want to expand it even more. They did get their own ride, but Frozen's everywhere. What I see here is I think Disney feels a lot of pressure to make new movies to keep those lands, I guess, relevant, which I don't really think they need to do. I really don't. I think the movies are relevant enough. Toy Story feels timeless to me. Like, I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, we need to change Toy Story Land in a few years or 10 years or even 15 years because there's not a new story. There's not a new movie. And I just think they feel a lot of pressure when they don't need to. Toy Story 5 is a total drop. I have no idea why they're doing this. This feels like a total cash grab. Tim Allen tweeted something about, you know, he's he's really excited to come back to the role. And of course you are, bro. You're about to get rich again. <laughs> so it's just, I just don't understand, you know, and I agree with Landon. I think Toy Story 3 ended it well. I was fine with Toy Story 4, but I do think the reason they made Toy Story 4 is because they felt pressure to keep it relevant and to keep it for the younger generation when really they don't really have to do that. I think Frozen 3, you know, I would have, I'm fine with it, but I think it just goes back to they just are trying to keep these things pumping out yeah. new, new, new products, I guess, or yeah. new content when they really don't need to. I'm fine with Frozen 3. And then Zootopia 2, I'm actually more okay with because there's only been one Zootopia. So, yeah, I, but still. And Frozen 2 feels like it just came out. Like, it feels like I haven't lived that much since they came out. So, even though my life's totally different, but still, like, I don't think that... And Toy Story Land, like you said, timeless. I think that eventually Frozen will be, like, it'll eventually age out, but, like, Right now, it's not anywhere close to aging out. So they could have done to, like yeah. this like a few years from now, like announced it. And it would have been like, oh, sick. We're returning to the Frozen universe. But like announcing it so quickly feels like a bit more of a cash grab, in my opinion. Right, there's not a single part of me that thinks that the Toy Story thing isn't a cash grab. Like they, they just came out light year. Like that's not like it was a movie that came out 10 years yeah. ago. Like, so I don't know if they're like, okay, we need to get our subscribers up on Disney Plus to get these other movies <laughs> some more attention. But yeah. definitely not on board with that one. Mm. Enough of that. Moving on to the next story. <laughs> Disney announces that Hong Kong Disney will be debuting the Frozen-themed land in the second half of 2023. It's exciting that we're getting at least a little area of when that's going to be opening. I probably won't be able to make a trip there for a very long time. But <laughs> it's something I definitely want to try to do. So yeah, with the announcement of an opening date, guests were shown like behind-the-scene looks into the world of Frozen. The land will have an all-new family-friendly roller coaster named Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs, as well as a quick-service restaurant and new Frozen Ever After. 
which with that new Frozen Ever After comes a new Elsa animatronic, and it looks way better than the one in Epcot. So I'm going to hop on board with this. I guess the only reason I'd hop on to this is because what they've been doing lately is trying out things in other parks and across the world and bringing them over to Disney World and Disneyland. Obviously, I'm not going to Hong Kong Disney. I'm just not. I would love to, but I just know I'm not yeah. anytime soon. Not in the next 15, 20 years, probably, it's unless something crazy thing. happens. Yeah, but I the only reason I'm interested in it now is just because what they have been doing. I do think the story is very relevant just because we're seeing Tron come over here now. There's more rumors about Zootopia coming over here. So I think they're going to try things out. Also, when they built the Iron Man coaster... I really do think that they were testing it out there to see if they could do, make it for Rock and Roller Coaster. Now, the Iron Man Coaster didn't get the best reviews. I guess it was more a mixed bag. But still, I think that's good. I think that we'll ultimately see a Frozen Land come to somewhere in Disney World at some point. I'm still waiting for the Tangled Land to come to Magic Kingdom. I'm still, you know, sitting around waiting for that. But I'm, I'm a big hop. Like, like you said, Colby, like, eventually they'll bring it over here to, so, you know, land in. Like, you won't have to worry about making a trip over there for too long. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that you're right, Colby. They are testing out things like the Iron Man coaster, like all these things that do well overseas only do do infinitely better in their domestic parks. So, like, they also announced on the earnings call how they tested Pandora in Disney World, and now they're going to be bringing a version of Pandora to Disneyland. So you're absolutely right how they test different markets and bring different things in. So I'm excited to see how this plays out. And, and the footage that they showed, the drone flight that they showed, absolutely phenomenal it looks like it's straight yeah, out of the movie exactly. which i think fits really well into into modern day hollywood studios how they're bringing everything that fits in like a land that fits in the movie i don't want to see frozen in hollywood studios but yeah it's just cool that's what i was getting to i don't know where they would put it because obviously world showcase has frozen ever after so i mean what are you going to do there i would love i would personally love to see a frozen land in hollywood studios yeah, just because hollywood studios is a place where I feel like characters make sense. It's all IP based pretty much. So might as well just double down on it. Yeah, I yeah. am. One thing I am super excited for, like that I, we haven't talked about yet is their new coaster that they're bringing. It's so rare nowadays for Disney to completely make a new ride. Same with like, like it's, it's like, hasn't happened. I mean, they did just did it with guardians, but like Tron is a drag and drop ride. It's so rare that we get like, original ride from disney nowadays so i love i love that part of the, that part of the yeah. story it's really cool seeing the creativity that they used and showing that they still have that at least no, real quick do y'all know do y'all know anyone that's gotten the chance to ride tron yet because i actually have, do know a few people that have and they they have people. said great great things about it i yeah, haven't yeah. i haven't heard any negative reviews from people i know so i'm excited which, which makes people excited yeah. did hear that it's a little bit short, but that's the only like like downside that I've heard. But again, it's the experience. Like I, I'm excited. I'm hyped. It's it's a roller coaster that it feels like you're riding on a bike through the grid of yeah. Tron. So I don't know yeah. how some of the some of the overhead footage of it makes it look slow, and then if you look at it from like a distance away, it's like so fast. So I think that's interesting. Great. For me. I think uh, I got a notification from Mickey Views right before we recorded this podcast. He just like took a video of like the whole atmosphere yeah. at night. I haven't watched it yet, but I, you know, I've it's it's very very cool at night. So I'm hoping yeah. that you know when I get my virtual queue that the time lines up to where I can like ride during the fireworks or I can ride it like whenever it's all lit up at night. So yeah, 
can already tell that one of my favorite things to do in Disney now is just go to Tron at night and just vibe and just sit there because it looks so, it just looks so awesome. I actually did watch that video that Braden put out. So like really recently, like probably like an hour ago and it it was great. And so, and just the, the footage he got, it just makes, they just did a really, really good job with the lights and just what they, how they made it, everything just kind of flow together out there. I'm excited to just vibe out there for sure. Yeah, that's perfect for you. You can go spend time in Space Mountain's queue and then <laughs> hang out at Tron. The music, guys, it's the music. I got roasted for that. <laughs> the music is good. So now that we're done with Hopper Drop, we're actually going to be implementing a new segment this week. Uh, Colby, you kind of want to introduce us? Yes, this new segment is something I'm really excited about. So it's called The Plan. And basically, these are the strategies that, that we implement with lightning lanes, making red dining reservations, park hopping, and obviously, of course, rope dropping, but also just other things that you may not think of when you're in Disney parks that make your vacation a little easier and also in, more enjoyable. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, of course, is rope dropping. What is rope dropping, guys? Rope dropping is basically getting there as early as possible in order to ride a bunch of rides from the get-go because the wait times are really low because just like you nobody wants to be up that early on their vacation so if you want to take advantage of those low wait times that's when you do it when you rope drop i've got a question for y'all what's the earliest time you've ever gotten up to rope drop i know glenn's is very early yeah i i roped i've rope dropped two things really really early so the earliest was mickey and minnie's runaway railway for the opening of that i got there super duper early i can't think of the exact time right now but the one i can think of the exact time now of right now i got up then this is the later one i got up before 4 30 in order to ride mickey and minnie's i got up at 4 30 in the morning to whenever they first did the virtual queue for rise of the resistance i got into we were the one of the first people in line to get in the virtual queue and i got on it and i have a whole video on my old youtube channel about it and it was one of the most stellar experiences of my life because it was it was whenever they were doing virtual queues not like a random draft it was yeah. like you had to be in the park and the order you pressed the button was the order you got a ride in and we were like boarding group like three so Dang. super super duper proud of that one that's awesome the earliest i've ever rope dropped i guess would have to be when I was, it was in December of 2019 when I was trying to ride Rise of the Resistance. We woke up at 5.30, I think. But other than that, which I don't, obviously, I, I'm not just normally going to wake up at 5.30 on a, on vacation. Yeah. But I, I try to wake up around 8 and try to get, like, yeah. literally, I, I try to rush out the door. When, on Landon and I's last trip, we pretty much just, like, we would stay up really late. Like at the parks, we would stay till eleven almost every night, but we would sleep till eight and then just get up and get out the door as soon as possible. Yeah. So, but what the early bird gets the worm. That's right. That's right. Honestly, probably not anywhere <laughs> near that time. I don't think I've ever been for an opening, which is something that I definitely need to do one day. But really, yeah, I've never been. Okay. I'd okay. say probably like maybe seven. It's like when I've got there. So I guess a standard rope dropper time. Yeah, you know, oh, in the amateur rope drop time, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. But basically, you know, what we're doing this segment is just like rope dropping, giving you a little bit of those tips to give you that extra mile on your Disney vacation. So 
you know, Colby's got a really good one that I've shared with everyone ever since he shared it with me. My main thing that I like to do in the parks that I think gets overlooked, and I hope that you can implement this on your next trip, never buy water in a Disney park, ever, because it's free. It's always free. Now, you could go to somewhere and buy a Dasani bottle water and pay $4.50 or whatever it is, something ridiculous, or you can walk up to anywhere that sells a fountain drink. So we're talking like quick service restaurants or even some carts. They will give you free water just in a cup with ice. And so the biggest thing is Disney, it's really hot in Florida. Disney doesn't want you to pass out. So they're going to give you free water. <laughs> so never buy water at Disney. Always bring like a, a, a water bottle that you can refill and just ask them to refill it. And you'll stay hydrated and be able to take on the day. Mine is similar to, you know, rope dropping, kind of taking advantage of your Disney vacation. It does require you to wake up a little bit early. It's how to get a boarding group 101. So I am not by, I am by no means an expert at getting a boarding group, but I'm pretty good at it. Nine times out of 10, I get my boarding group and it's because boarding group are released at 7 a.m. every day. So I get up at about 6.50. If I have a park reservation, I would get up at about 6.50, you know, not open the app yet, but just start, you know, getting my brain in the mood, you know, getting ready to, you know, swipe up and down over and over again to press that reload button at about you know, 6.57 is when I would close my Disney app and reopen it so that way you have a fresh thing and I would get off hotel Wi-Fi. That is essential. Don't be on Disney Wi-Fi anywhere. Make sure you are on your LTE or whatever, whatever mobile device you have, wherever your app is, make sure you are not on Wi-Fi. And then what I do is I have the US Naval clock opened and as soon as that clock hits, 6.59, I just refresh over and over again. And then, like as soon as that time pops up, as soon as it allows you to join a boarding group, you click that button and then you get a boarding group. It's nice. not rocket science. It's not like, it's not hard, but it does take, it is pretty tedious. And if you don't get it, you tend to be upset. So that's just what I do. And then, you know, the parks don't open till later, especially right now. Cosmic Rewind's the only one with a boarding group. You can't even get in there till like 10. So close out the app, go back to bed, wake up, go to the park, get on the ride. It's super fun, super simple. One of my favorite things to do with Lightning Lane is like as soon as I scan in at the turnstiles to just get the next one immediately. When me and Colby went, that helped us like the whole time because we like never stood in a single line because of that. If you implement it right, you don't have to stand in line and it's amazing. But yeah, moving on to mine, I'll be talking about how to maximize your time for a popular ride. Something that me and Colby did on our trip recently and that I do with my family and whoever I'm with is at the very end of the night, I stay till close and when it's closing, no matter if it's 10.59 and they close at 11, you can go through the turnstiles and you can ride a ride. Um, so something we did, just a quick funny story. We got off Space Mountain and I think it was like 10.51. 10.51. I looked down on my phone and I was fully ready to just leave, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's 10.51. We get off Space Mountain and I look at Colby and I'm like, let's go ride Splash. Such a landed and, thing. Oh my gosh. Dude, you know, <laughs> it's like an 11 minute walk there. Yeah, Colby, at least. At yeah, least. Yeah. It's pretty much the furthest possible distance away in yeah, the park yeah. that I could have been. I looked at him and I was like, I am so tired. I, I cannot do this. Same, but like, like, I saw him grab his cup and he was like, let's do it. If we're going to do it, we got to do it. <laughs> I just dug deep. I was like, you know what? We're here. Let's just do this right now. <laughs> and that was probably what your last time riding Splash. 
that was my last time ever riding Splash Mountain, so I'm what very a, thankful. What a memorable trip. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm, we made it in. At and like we, we were the last people. We were the last people to walk into the queue as well, which was it was really, really epic. Yeah, you know they saw you running like from like like up the stairs and they were like, oh, these guys. Here right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's super fun. I, I love the I usually I've used the hack before, like only only on especially like if the parks open late, like past the fireworks show, a lot of people leave after the fireworks show. So if you know you don't want to be that early morning rope dropper, you can be a park yeah. closer. You can be a closer. Yeah. It's another way to just absolutely, absolutely like take advantage of that extra ride time. Cool, Landon said. So super excited. Now I love, I love the plan, the little strategies that we have going on, and we have so many more for y'all. So make sure you tune in next time for that. But let's go ahead and jump on to the next section. That would be the draft. Last time Glenn wasn't around for the section, so it's just me and Colby, and it was pretty close. I'm happy to announce with the drum roll, please. That I won 16 votes to 14 votes. So it was very close between me and Colby. Man, Colby, what do you have to say? I will about win that? a draft one day. One day I will win a draft. <laughs> and I I just want to say, I probably shouldn't have picked Space Mountain, even though I love the cues so much. Really, I just love the music, like I said. But I can understand why that was a controversial pick. Yeah, a little bit. A lot of people, a lot of people were like, what would have been like messaged me on my Instagram or were like, what would have been your dream draft? And I was like, you're going to have to tune in next week to see, but that's yeah. not true. Uh, but you know, I, I love, I, I love the pick that they chose. They basically took every ride I would have chosen at this point. Honestly, like the fun part about there being three of us is that it really does make you kind of stretch like what you actually like. Yeah. I, I actually, I like Joe's draft. So, so for this week's draft, we're going to be drafting resorts, which is something that I've been really excited about. What about y'all? Y'all ready for this? I I love me some good resorts. Even if I'm not staying in them, you know, I'm I'm taking my picks are going to be ones that I like to just, you know, go and chillax at. The theming's great. And, you know, also have great rooms. So I'm excited. The order this week is going to be Colby first, Glenn second, and then myself third. So let's do this thing. Okay, so my first pick, it's <laughs> it's got to be the Polynesian. and that and, and there's a lot of reasons why. I'm taking the Polynesian first. So I think it's the clear number one choice. I think it's the best resort in Walt Disney World. Also, so for my mom, she does like travel agency stuff and stuff like that. So we've had the opportunity to stay at the Polynesian a few times. And it's just an amazing, amazing resort. I'm always just so happy when I'm there. I love the music. I like to try to sound like the guy. Should I should I give them a little a tune real quick? I wasn't Go planning ahead, on this. Go ahead. Yes, please. You don't, if you don't like it, then you know I can I'll cut it for you, but I'm excited. for you and Does that not feel like you're in the Polynesian lobby right now? Yeah, I feel like I'm about to walk in Ohana. I feel so immersed. I feel so immersed right now. <laughs> yeah so it's amazing i love staying in the hawaii building just the view you get from just from the resort itself to the magic kingdom i also love taking the boat over to the magic kingdom they have the beach out there i loved volcano pool obviously ohana is amazing i actually really like kona as well i think kona is slept on i think it's a really good place to eat yeah and then captain cook's is great as well so i just think the resort has everything you'd want 
and the theming, the Polynesian is just my number one pick. It was a good first coming out of the gate strong, Colby. I'm pretty proud of you. But I, it's um, it's a really good one, and the theming is the the, the theming is impeccable. You know, I don't love that. You know, it took a little bit from Moana and like started tying that in. But again, it didn't affect it. As we much don't talk about it. that. We don't talk about it didn't that. Affect it nearly as much as I thought it would. So, but you know, it's it's a good first round pick, and I'm I'm really proud of you. Love the restaurants. Love the pools. Love everything. So. You know, Landon, what are your thoughts on Colby's draft? Man, I'm just shocked he didn't take all-star sports. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be surprised. <laughs> you might be surprised. Let's keep, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. Since Colby took my number, I'm going to go ahead and draft as, as my number one pick this time, the Riviera. I love hmm. the location. I love the Skyliner. <laughs> the pool is cool. I haven't had this opportunity to stay there yet, but it is one of my favorite resorts just to go hang out at. The food is impeccable. The lobby is great. It's a good DVC resort. And the Skyliner, the transportation alone. Come on, people. It's, it's my number one pick. I love the history of that resort. The little library room. room. Go into library room where it has yeah. all the history yeah. from like Walt and stuff. So cool. And like the picture, like the different like movie posters from different countries. It's just, it's overall like it's, it's a very well themed resort for just being a resort. I will say this. I had two resorts as my top two and they're off the board now. So, <laughs> oh, man, exciting. man, yeah, oh, good pick, y'all. <laughs> man oh, this is what you get for winning so much Landon. So <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. All right. With my, with the third overall pick, I'll be taking Grand Floridian. Solid pick. I just love it. Wow. I've actually never stayed there, which is something oh. I really want to do. You must, you must be really snooty. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he said he never stayed there, so yeah, you know, I've, ne- it, I've never stayed there. A little so. bit of a break. I love being the guy that walks around there with like a Disney shirt on and my mug in my hand, and just getting dirty looks from all the people that stay there. But it, for real, it it has the walking path. It has a monorail. During Christmas time, yeah. they have a gingerbread house. It's got a lot of good stuff that makes it elite. So I definitely think these three were going to be in the top five. So I'm happy with our pick so far. It is the flagship Disney Resort. And I'm taking all-star movies next just because of the nostalgia it brings me. And I love the theming of the resort in general. But also... Just when I'm there, I just feel like a kid again. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. I really don't. Oh. It just, it's yeah, it's home, and I love the food court. I love all the colors and just like all the, you know, the big Toy Story section. Like I, I just remember being seven, eight years old, walking into that and just feeling everything was larger than life. It really is just special to me. So All Star Movies, that's my, that's my spot. I wish I had a monorail. <laughs> I wish I had the Skyliner. Skyliner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I do think that they will expand the Skyliner because I, th- I think it's been really successful, but I just don't know exactly what it's going to look like. But All-Star Movies is my second choice. It's a, And again, it's hard, it's hard to knock on nostalgia. Like, that's why I always preface any of my ones that I think might be controversial. Like, I do... The main point of the draft is to pick your favorite one. It doesn't matter if I'm going to take it or if Landon's gonna take it you know it is to pick your yeah. favorite one so that's why you know you might have gotten knocked for like taking space last time but space has a lot of nostalgia for you so yeah you can't, for sure genuinely all-star is like an amazing like for a value resort it's a really, really well-themed resort the only issue i had with it is transportation but 
you know, if you're good with buses. It, no, you're, you're right. Their transportation is horrible just because you have to rely on the bus system. And I feel like the buses have gotten worse Ever since over time. The Skyliner opened up. Yeah. Ever since the Skyliner opened up, I feel like they took a real, real plummet. So, you know, I can, I'm not going to knock you. I like the All-Star. I love the theming. It's a, it's, a, it's a really good resort. It's not for everyone, but it is for you. So that's really cool. So my second pick, you know, I'm going to stick to stick to the Deluxe Resorts, you know is another one of those it also holds nostalgia for me but it's another one of those that just feels like so cozy i'm gonna pick wilderness lodge staying at boulder oh, Ridge yeah. as a kid like cause we, had, we had dvc points and like also we would do like where you would do dvc rental points so that way you could get a little bit of a steal on your vacation we would do that too and so we would always stay at boulder ridge and it's just it's always like was so warm and cozy especially on a wet day they always have those fireplaces and they're turned on and the lincoln log style buildings like and it's got a pretty good pool. So, like, and the, it's a, it's got a boat to the Magic Kingdom, and then it's got buses to everywhere else. But still, not drafting it for transportation, but I am drafting it because it's just a really good resort. All right, I'm gonna go with my heart as well on this one. I'm going right. Pop Century. Uh, Everything's pop. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, a really funny story here. I had my Disney College Program interview on the phone this past week. And on, hey. the, yeah. on the interview, the lady asked me what my either favorite resort or favorite park was. I chose to go the resort route, and I panicked, and I told her <laughs> Pop Century. Uh, <laughs> you could have picked anything. I could have picked anything, dude. And I told well, her you're that. Gonna get, I, you're going to get a mousekeeper at, at Pop Century. Now that's going to be your role. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> dude. Oh, I hope not. Don't wish that upon me. Sarah did it. Wouldn't wish it upon anyone. Hey, no lie. The lady laughed whenever I said it. And it's it's like, a good oh. one. <laughs> she probably was like, what? We have never heard this before. Yeah. She's like, man, we really need to get this guy on. He must love Disney if that's his favorite resort. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just think for the value that it is, you get the Skyliner. You get like great theming that puts you into the pop century. And I just really like that. It has art of animation on the other side. So if you want to go visit something close... You can walk over there. You Hanging can also there too. Yeah, you can also ride the Skyliner to Riviera, to mm-hmm. Caribbean Beach. So I think mm-hmm. for the value, man, it is ten out of ten. I know it's not gonna be on everyone's list just because it is like one of the cheaper resorts, and everyone wants us to pick the big resorts. But for everything that it has, I think it's just a <clears throat> great bang for your buck. Yeah, it's, I agree. I love Pop as well. And I, I think it only, like, I liked it before the Skyliner, so I think the Skyliner just made it infinitely better. Colby, next pick, your third pick. So let me just say this. I'm struggling a bit. I'm struggling a bit with this pick because one of my favorite, most favorite resorts was just recently ruined, in my opinion. Like, literally ruined. Mm, okay. And, but at the same time, it's not... It's not too far gone, I guess you could say, but what they've done with the contemporary and the roomings and making them Incredibles themed, it's unforgivable. I'm using that word seriously. It is unforgivable what they have done. It's horrible. They have just placed the Incredibles in contemporary where it makes no sense. You had this classic, this resort built in 1971. And I guess this is... This is weird because I'm the guy on the podcast that wants everything to change. And I'm actually not that way with the resorts at all. I really hate like the resorts changing, especially the ones that, you know, if the Polynesian ever like really seriously changed, which I think that it might, it was close to, but the Moana is more subtle. 
I really, really hate what they did with the contemporary rooms. That being said, in 2008 was the first time we ever stayed anywhere else other than all-star movies. And, the, and we stayed at the contemporary. And it was just such a magical experience. And so it really is a nostalgia for me. I love the monorail just going through the resort. That's so cool. Like when you're a kid, you see that going through the resort. That's so iconic. And being able to walk to the Magic Kingdom for a while, that was a premium because that was the only place you could really do it. And so I know they have the walkway now. I still think it's one of the, it's the one, it is the best walkway of the two. Right, because it's closer. But yeah, so I'm going to go with the contemporary. I almost said Bay Lake Tower. But I love them together. I think they're. I think they're. I think they're yeah, good. I think, I think they're, they're together. together. Yeah, and I like Contempo Cafe. It's a good place to eat. I used to really like the Wave. Actually, the Wave was one of my favorite restaurants at Disney. But now at Steakhouse Seventy One, I've heard it's amazing. The Contemporary is also up there on my list. But you know, I have another one that you know is is also up there. It's the it's the actually I've only stayed at three DVC resorts. This is the third one I've stayed at. My third overall pick is the Boardwalk Resort. Love it so much. Nice. It's got the boat transportation. Like before the Skyliner was around, the Epcot Resort line was elite. You can walk to the World Showcase entrance at Epcot, and you could also, you know, take a boat or walk to Hollywood Studios. So that's my third pick. You know, I've never stayed at the Boardwalk, but the past two trips that I've gone, I've gone down there to walk around. And I just really had, like, no memory of doing that as a kid. But the past couple of times, we've walked around there. And, man, it's really nice. Disney did a great job with everything there definitely somewhere i want to stay in the future i just think it has a great like when i think of what a boardwalk should be that's what disney made it and they killed it so i'm on board with that pick that was gonna be my next pick they took away the espn club for what reason i don't know i have no idea another thing that is unforgivable (laughs) all righty landon you want to go ahead and pick your your next pick all right with my next pick i'm gonna take beach club so i'm Ah. taking beach club resort I really like it. Me and Colby went and we ate at Beaches and Cream when we went. And I did that growing up. We get the kitchen sink as a family. Great memories of doing that. The pool there, it has sand at the bottom. Really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Cool little Easter egg for that that you don't get anywhere else. Plus, people that stay there are the only people that can swim there. So, Or so they say. Yeah. Yeah, If you don't know your ins and outs of the resort. So, you know. That's for future tips that we give them, though. Hey, I'm not giving out that tip. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting blacklisted. I'll give so, it out. Please blacklist me for that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, I just think this is like a very underrated but great resort. Beaches and Cream makes it for me, so I can talk about that. Their, their Lazy River is awesome, too. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's so much Definitely fun. It's a place that everyone should go at least visit. Even if you don't stay there, you should go see what it's about. Yeah, visit with your swimming suit. You never know when that door <laughs> might be shutting. <laughs> yeah, so next next pick. This is my fourth pick. I'm kind of struggling with this one as well. So I was actually going to go boardwalk because I, I like the boardwalk a lot. I think it smells really good. But I'm actually going to go Art of Animation Resort. Mm, okay. um, just because I think that the suites are a really nice option because they're affordable. But... A family of five could even stay there, and it's a really, it's a good price. It's not, a, it's not a great price, but it's a fair price, I think. And so I like, also like the theming of it, just in general. And they do have the Skyliner, of course, which is a huge plus. I've stayed, I've stayed there a few times. And I, I have enjoyed my stay there each time. Basically, everything that I would have chosen is off the board at this point, at least in my top five or six. But, you know, I have another, a bit of a sleeper one. It's not my favorite. I have the reasons why I don't like it, which I'll say. But, 
uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is is up there for me as far as theming goes. The experience of staying there. Only stayed there once. Only issue I have: the hallways are like miles and miles long to get to your room. But other than that, it's a really well themed resort. I think it's just a good resort. And plus, the viewing experiences of the safaris super super cool. So that's my fourth round pick. It's a good pick. I've actually I think I've walked around there like twice, but. One time we went to eat, and I really liked it. It's pretty out of the way, which is why it wasn't on my list. But I think if it's closer to stuff, I think this is an easy, like, top five pick for people. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so I was split on two, but I finally decided that I'm taking Coronado Springs. I think with the renovations that they did, this is a, a very nice hotel now. It's definitely not on everyone's list, but... Growing up, when we would go to Disney as a family, my sister sometimes had cheer competitions over there, and we would always stay there. And it wasn't as good then, but I think they've renovated everything, and it's gotten pretty good. So that's what I'm taking. So yeah, Coronado Springs, my last pick. Now that we're done with the draft, we're going to hop back into, you know, a little bit of a nostalgia section for those of you who have been a fan of Colby in mind for Colby's in mind for a while. We're going to officially return of the Disney Trivia Showdown. For those of you who have never heard the Disney Trivia Showdown and for Landon, who's never been a part of it, basically what this is, is we're all relatively Disney experts in our own opinions. And right now, really, we're just trying to flex our Disney knowledge and just kind of stump one another. So how it's going to work this time, since it's the first episode, I'm going to ask the question to Landon and Colby, and they're going to try to figure out what the answer is. I don't think it's super duper difficult, but let's go ahead and hop on into this. Right. I can already tell you I'm a little nervous because I really want to get it right. <laughs> you shouldn't be too nervous. You shouldn't be. If you think about it, it's one of those that like it stumped my little sister, but it might not stump you. So okay. let's get into it. Alrighty. So this week's question, what is the only ride on Disney property? Its name doesn't start with a capital letter. Oh my goodness. Okay. The only ride on Disney property that doesn't start with a capital letter. It's a small world. It's a small world. We, yep, that's it. We got it like literally almost the exact same time. Let's go. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, it's it's a small world. It, it, and you want to know the reason? Why so, is that? It's a small world. Because I I wish that was it. That would be a much better reason than <laughs> the one I'm about to give. It's a trade. It's a trademark issue. So whenever. Disney first filed the trademark for It's a Small World. The capital letter wasn't available, so they made it lowercase. That's yeah. cool. Okay, that's cool. Oh, that's, yeah. I had no idea. Okay, that was a good first Disney trivia showdown. I like that. It's going to be one of those shorter segments that we can do at the end of each show, but I love trivia, so you know, I'm excited to potentially be stumped. Alrighty, so that's been this episode of the Rope Droppers Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're here and you've been here for a while, you know you're one of the OGs. You're somebody who's listened all the way through and a real fan. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to follow us on social media and kind of keep up with what we are going, what we got going on the rest of the week and in between episodes, you can check us out on Instagram at, rope, at the Rope Droppers Podcast. And there you can also find all our individual Instagrams. And you can also find them in the link down below. So my name is Glenn. My name is Landon. I'm Colby. This has been the Rope Droppers Podcast. We'll see you real soon. Mm-hmm.